You're listening to Let's Stay Together Anime Break, the subseries of Let's Stay Together where we talk about the 2019 Anime Fruits Basket. I'm Ellen. And I'm Kayla. And today we're discussing the final season, episode four, which was called I'm Home. <laughs> Very nice. I worked hard. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to do our summary, then uh, spoiler-free discussion like we always do, and then spoiler discussion after our little musical ukulele interlude, also like we always do. <laughs> <laughs> this episode covered chapters 104 to 106 of the manga, so all three. And I was impressed by that. And um, <laughs> and in our podcast, we cover this in episodes 53 and 54. So it was like most of it was in fifty episode 53. And then 54 has like new things. So don't go back and listen to it if you're waiting for the next episode to come out and you don't want to spoil <laughs> yourself. Who's ready to cry, by the way? <laughs> Always ready to cry. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be applicable to most episodes this season. Probably. I specifically, I was really busy this week. But I, there were some nights where I was just like, I can't watch this tonight. Like, I'm already too tired. I can't. <laughs> But it's okay. This, I was emotionally steeled for when I watched it. <laughs> so the episode opens at the main house. Akito holds a small ornate box and she asks Kareno if he knows what's inside. He doesn't. Father, she says. Creepy. It's so creepy. <laughs> also, there was no opening theme song, which yep. was made sense because they needed more time, but I'm mad. I mean, <laughs> definitely made that opening scene creepier, though. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's creepy. And then the whole, well, and there's other stuff that, like the stuff with Ren, the scene with Ren is really creepy too. Where, mm -hmm. Although the scenes around the box are kind of creepy, I think. At Hiro's house, he tends to his little sister while his mom talks to Kisa's mom at the door. Everyone's happy about the new baby and Hiro's stepping into his big brother role well. And the conversation turns to Rin. Seems like she'll be in the hospital for a long time this time. At school, he catches up with Haru. He asks if Haru knows anything about where Rin is because Toru was asking about her and she seemed worried. Rin, you've made a friend, Haru says. <laughs> But he doesn't know. Nobody seems to have the details. Yuki asks if Haru is okay. Normally I panic more, I guess, Haru says. Maybe something's wrong with me. Maybe something's been wrong with me. He turns to leave and says, If I learn anything, I'll tell you. Tell Honda-san thank you. And if it all goes wrong, comfort her. He ends ominously. <laughs> I fair everyone's like not exactly sure that they're friends. It's like, <laughs> it's like I'm pretty sure they get along. <laughs> Toru's friends with Rin. I don't know if Rin's yeah. friends with Toru. I think everyone probably knows that. <laughs> I think Haru would be pretty confident more than anyone else if she mm -hmm. did know. The fact that she has any kind of attachment. She was mad, mm -hmm. and that was why she went to the main house, so obviously yeah. they're friends. <laughs> I don't think she would say it, but definitely. <laughs> Actions speak louder than words. Everybody knows that. <laughs> Later, Hiro and Kisa meet up after school. Hiro went to Kagura to see if Rin was back yet, but she wasn't. Hiro asked if Kira Hira asks if Kisa is coming to visit Hinata, which she confirms. I guess it's too soon for her to start expressing her feelings well, Hiro says, but I hope she smiles soon. Kisa bets that by then he'll be an even better big brother. I want to be, he says. When I look at Hinata, I realize I'm pretty stupid. It's like, here's this person who doesn't even know good from bad yet, and it's just the way she is. I'm always wrapped up in my vanity and fear. I'm so small and stupid. I want to become someone who can protect her. He says that he has something to tell Kisa, but before he can, he smacks right into Haru, walking in the opposite direction. <laughs> Hiro sasses Haru to watch where he's going, but Haru doesn't react to that. Ah, you two got taller, he says, patting their heads. And he tells them to be careful. You be careful, Hiro says, and if you're looking for Rin, she's not back yet. Hey, was Rin sad? Haru asks. Was she hurt? Hiro asks if Haru is talking about his outburst at the cultural festival earlier. He says that he was just annoyed back then. But I know she was suffering, he says. Akito pushed her off the second floor, and it wasn't an accident. Akito found out about her and you, and then... We cut away to the main house, where Kareno notices a maid taking food to the same secluded house on the property that we saw Akito leave last time. He follows her. 
What are you doing? He asks. Ah, oh, Carino, you shouldn't be here. It's off limits, she says, you know, as if he wouldn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> he asks why she's bringing food then. Only the cat's allowed here, he says. No one else can go in and normally no one wants to. Who's in there? The maid says that she'll get in trouble and starts to freak out. And he asks with whom? We transition back outside. Hiro apologizes to Kisa. When Akito hit you, it was my fault. I always wanted to apologize to you for that. I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to you too, Haruni, he says. Akito and Rin both told me to keep my mouth shut. Rin's trying to break the curse, he shouts. She's trying to free you from Akito and from herself. That's why she left you. Back at the cat's room, Karino grabs the maid's shoulders. Give me the key, he pleads. You can say I overpowered you. This isn't right. She hasn't eaten for days, the maid confesses. At this rate, she'll die. Please save her. Outside, Hiro tells Haru, Tell Rin she can stop now or she's going to be messed up forever. She'll just suffer alone forever. Haru pats his head and then silently turns and walks away. Kisa starts to cry and apologizes for not noticing while he was feeling guilty and hurting all this time. Why are you apologizing? That's not right, he says and starts to cry too. It was my fault. It's okay, you can stop now, she says. Back at the estate, Karino enters the dark cat's room. We hear the end of Kisa and Hiro's conversation overlaid. Where do you think Isuzu Onechan is now? I don't know, I just hope she comes back healthy. A little later, Haru slams the door open to Akito's room. The old maid chastises him for barging in. He tells her to shut up and butt out, and she protests his rudeness, but Akito says he must have something important to talk about. Why the hell did you push Rin? He asks. Akito denies it. Who said that? She asks. An oracle, he says. She laughs. You're always such a silly boy. Enough laughing, he says, eyes wide and burning with rage. Why did you do it? Were you trying to kill her? Hmm, so you'll believe an oracle, but not me, your god, Akito says. Why would he be so angry about Rin? Is it pity? It's because I love her, he says, pounding his fist against the doorframe. And you've known for a long time, so don't ask just to provoke me. Where's Rin? Akito says the conversation is pointless, and Haru continues to argue. Akito has always treated Rin coldly and other women. She's always saying and doing cruel things. Haru gets closer and slams the wall beside Akito. So you knew what I was like when you told me I love Rin? You knew I hated Isuzu and you said it anyway? Akito says. He asks again where she is, and Akito denies knowing. He grabs Akito's shoulders and demands again. I said I don't know! Stop making me out to be the bad guy! But their argument is cut off by Kareno entering, saying that Rin has been taken to the hospital. She wasn't fully conscious, but she'll be okay. Kareno caresses Akito's cheek and gently admonishes her. You mustn't do things like that. No matter who you are, there are some things you just shouldn't do. Where was she? Haru asks. She was locked up in the cat's place, Kareno explains. Akito asks why Karina would betray her like that while Haru's rage flares in the background. He grabs Akito by the collar. Cut the bullshit, you little bastard. Were you trying to kill her again? So what if I was? Akito screams back. It's only because you chose that girl. You dug her grave. Haru pushes Akito back into a wall and raises his fist to strike. But before that, we flash back. Rin and Haru are together in bed. Rin cries and he comforts her. Another nightmare? He asks. Yeah, but I'm fine. You're here, so it's okay, she says. Haru knew that their love might be digging Rin's grave, he narrates. He knew which way Akito's obsession and anger would turn, but he wanted her anyway. Even more than I wanted to protect her, I wanted her all to myself, he narrates, over memories of them together. Because you're here, I'm fine, he remembers her saying. It's not fine, he thinks. I'm no different than those adults. Me being with you doesn't make it fine. If Rin was secretly hurting while I stuck my head in the sand, then it doesn't matter how much I think I love her. In the present, Haru has punched the wall beside Akito's head. He leaves, and Akito begs him not to go. He remembers Akito as a child, and we see a flash of imagery of the bond holding them together. Haru starts to turn around, but Kareno is there. He tells Haru to go and not come back. Rin probably wants to see him. His name was the first thing that she said when he rescued her. We see the bond starting to fray. 
Karina returns to Tendo Akito, who's collapsed to the floor, crying. She wonders why everyone betrays her. Karina tries to explain it's not betrayal, but Akito cuts him off. Why did you betray me? She says. I was born to be loved. You were all waiting for me. I know because he told me. Father, father, help me. Help me, Rin thinks, waking in the hospital. I can't find a place to go home to. In the evening, the old maid speaks to Karina in the hallway of the estate. Did you not realize that taking that girl out away without permission was a betrayal of Akito-san? Karino asks if she thinks that he should have left Rin there, and the maid says that he should have done what Akito wished. You're wrong, he says. You're the one who's wrong, the maid says. You Zodiac members live for Akito-san, and yet you commit this betrayal? Whose side are you on? Do you think that she should win? Know your place. You Zodiac should live and die for Akito-san. Remember that without Akito-san, you're all monsters, no better than the cat. Outside, Rin remembers what happened. After she saw Toru crying in the park, she came to the estate to find Kareno and grill him. Maybe rough him up. But she was caught by Rin. Yeah, she was going to punch him. She was like, I was going to see him and punch him or something like that. <laughs> You're just laughing at my phrasing of roughing him up. <laughs> that and also this is the mental image of tiny Rin. I'm going to punch him <laughs> in the up face. I mean, he's he like would take it. <laughs> but he's like a gentle giant. I mean, he, he wouldn't would do just, anything. But he would be like, I deserve image. this. I deserve this. <laughs> But she was caught by Ren before she could rough him up, <laughs> who offered to help her with her quest. Do you know a way to break the Zodiac curse? Rin asks her. If you grant my wish, I'll tell you, Ren says. She tells Rin to find a treasure in Akito's room, probably not hidden away very deeply. Rin sneaks in. She remembers Yuki being there as a child. She opens a storage compartment and inside finds the box that Akito was asking Kareno about earlier in the episode. Rin picks up the box and starts to cry. If I give this to her, I'll learn the way, she thinks. I can free him. I can free Haru. But Akito finds her. She turns slowly. Oh, that's right, Rin narrates. I get it. Akito is like Mama when Mama is mad. Later in the cat's room, Akito cuts Rin's hair and threatens her. She can go outside, or Haru can keep his eyesight. Which would you prefer? Akito asks. I'll stay here until I die, Rin thinks. Haru, I'm sorry. It was my chance to learn the secret, but I'm no good. I can't do a single thing right. She walks in the darkness in her hospital gown and collapses to the ground. No wonder I'm not needed, she thinks. At the main house, Ren finds out what happened to Rin. Looks like her wish won't be granted after all. But do you really know a way to break the curse, though, ma'am? A maid asks. <laughs> How could I possibly know something like that? She says. She's always hated Rin, but she thought she'd be more useful. Rin, meanwhile, wakes in the cat's room, thinking that it was a dream. I wish at least my last dream were of Haru, she thinks. I want to dream about being spoiled by his kindness. Can I have that if I'm dying? Haru pats her head. It's Haru, she thinks. I'm really dreaming of Haru. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I couldn't find your happiness. I'm sorry, she cries. That means your journey's over, right, Rin? He says. Yeah, she says. Then, welcome home. If your journey is over, I need you to come home to me or I'll be lonely, he says. Well, in that case, I better come home, she says, crying. What a great dream. It's not a dream, Haru says, and Rin wakes up for real, still on the sidewalk in the sun. He picks her up. He's been looking for her, and everyone's worried about her. She insists that she can walk by herself. No, he says. I'm still a dumb kid, and I thought that I was worthless for not noticing that you were hurting, but I've grown up a little since then. She remembers Haru finding her collapse on the sidewalk as a child. At least enough to carry you, he says. So I won't give up on you, Rin. Walk when you can and let me carry you when you can't. I'm going to carry you. You're not a burden. It's the end of a long journey, she thinks. Haru, she says, starting to cry again. Hmm? I'm home.
Welcome home, he says, hugging her. As tiny school children watch them. (laughs) (laughs) The kids are, like, following them. Yes. (laughs) The end. (laughs) The tiny school children were there in the manga, too, being like, oh, no. I guess they were kind of following them. I think they're there at the end of the chapter in the manga, too. Mm -hmm. But they had the little scene of them, like, actively just walking. Following them. them. Like, wow, what's happening? Wow. (laughs) That's funny. It was cute. Mm -hmm. It was sad. But everything's okay now. Mm -hmm. And we were right, because they didn't... I don't think... I looked back at all my notes about this, and I looked at the manga, and I don't think they cut anything. Because we were... It's not anything significant. No, because maybe a little bit, but we were surmising last time, because it's like all three chapters together, but like most of it is like Rin's inner monologue. Like a lot of it is just Mm -hmm. like room for text. Which obviously yeah. you can just like put over images. So, um, so yeah, I think it, I don't think there was anything that was like not, that was removed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, I think it hit on all the like main points. Even they even got an image of like, um, her parents there. Like when Haru's like, I'm not like those adults or whatever. He's referring mm-hmm. to her parents in the way that they like, you know, she wasn't safe with them either. And having someone that she cares about, like Haru and, you know, like his, his, uh, all of the, the, the way that their relationship caused her to be mm-hmm. abused by Akito. You know, just because she she liked being with him wasn't necessarily a good influence, I guess, yeah. on her life or whatever. So, Yeah, they even added a scene because that, um, that first scene with Akito in the box isn't actually in these chapters. Oh, is it? No, it's from Not? a later chapter. Oh, okay. I think it was a good idea because it kind of... It makes more sense. Like foreshadows the. Yeah, I actually looked it up. It's from chapter one fifteen. I was just about to ask you, when is it from? <laughs> so basically, at this point in the manga, they hadn't said that the box, what's in the box, is Akito's father, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what Akito says. So yeah, I think that was revealed later, a little bit later in the manga. But it makes way more sense in context here because Akito does say in this part of the manga that she's like, "Why I was meant to be loved, father, blah blah blah." Mm-hmm. Like that's that same dialogue is there too. Yeah, I think it helps to like lead into both the the box that Rin was looking for and also the uh whole Akita's whole issue with involving her father. So mm-hmm. well and it's kind of like we know that we can piece together a couple of things at this point, right? So Ren before was like, Me and Akira had the greatest bond ever. Our bond is real. The Zodiac bond is not real. And mm-hmm. then we also saw the scene of what we assume is Akira Akito's father being like, you're special. You were born to be loved. Well, I guess that's actually confirmed because Akito was like, he's the one who told me that I was born to be loved. That's what father said. What mm-hmm. do I do? Or whatever. She's like, father, what do I do? I forget exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a a bigger issue with Akito and her, her parents, I guess, that's been set up at this yeah. point. So not just like Akito hitting Ren and them not getting along because just because Ren thinks that the Zodiac Bond isn't real, but also like I guess like Akito maybe was more bonded to her father or whatever had and her father was the one who told her that the bond was strong and meant to be and whatever. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of competing ideas that might, you yeah. know, fuck one up <laughs> as a as a young child. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We can't see any evidence of that in the story, though. I mean, that's just <laughs> purely conjecture. Yeah. It might theoretically, theoretically. fuck up a child. <laughs> <laughs> they might theoretically become an adult that thinks that they can control all these other people, theoretically. Mm-hmm. 
it's so crazy like i remember talking about the scene where kareno is like no 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 you can't be putting people in rooms you can't be locking them up until they die or whatever mm -hmm. that kareno says to her and it was like even crazier in the manga because he's like he like gently like holds her face and it's like no 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 you can't do that and it's like no it's not okay like mm -hmm. you know anyway but i mean it's obvious how much uh how immature and sort of and sheltered akito is and i feel like that's why karina like treats her that way but, yeah because she seems like genuinely surprised by the information that anyone could consider yeah. this wrong right coming from her like, well the freaking like old like, maid i can do anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're my zodiac and i can do whatever i want to you including kill you i guess yeah and the well the old maid backs it up too and she's like mm -hmm. why did you let rin out of the room like what the hell to karina later and he's like how can you be okay with this and she's mm -hmm. like it's what akito wants it's like it's that's not okay <laughs> yeah i really wish the old maid and the young maid had had names i still wish yeah. that i, I noticed calling in her your... the old maid but yeah i noticed in your notes you call them the old maid and the good maid <laughs> yeah the good maid the good maid it's important that we distinguish between them <laughs> <laughs> There's the old maid who is a bitch, and then there's the new maid. <laughs> she, well, I thought it was really funny how Haru was like, get the fuck out of here. And she's like, how rude. And it's like, yeah, no, you deserve it. Um, but like, so there's the old maid who uh, does whatever Akito wants, it seems like, and is like trying to keep the Zodiac the way that it was before, like trying to keep keep things the same, I guess, and being mm -hmm. like, you should all be subservient to Akito. And I like that she also says, like, well, you'd all be monsters like the cat if it wasn't for Akito. It's like, mm -hmm. okay. And then there's the good maid, who I refer to as the good maid, is the maid who gave Kareno the key eventually to let Rin out of the, out of the cat's room. So, not just any maid, but the good maid. <laughs> mm-hmm. It seems like the other maid, there's a lot of maids that, well, there's like Ren's maids we've seen before. I don't remember if they talked about this yet, but Ren kind of has her own following in the family. I think Karino mentioned it a little bit. So she has her own maids and then like mm -hmm. Akito has her own maids. So it's a whole like thing. There's definitely like some kind of weird maid hierarchy in this own family or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, the old maid is, the old maid appears over and over again. So that's why I call yeah. her that. <laughs> yeah. She seems to have like a decent amount of authority when the like household yes that seems like mm -hmm. <laughs> making me think of like downton abbey yeah like the upstairs and the downstairs people mm -hmm. <laughs> i haven't watched downton abbey but i've watched other <laughs> um it's all the same shows <laughs> like that like uh gosford park <laughs> oh i haven't seen that maybe i should i love a good, it's a good movie drama. there's a murder <gasps> oh i love murder too <laughs> 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 maybe i shouldn't say that so loudly <laughs> <laughs> in a recording <laughs> i love drama that's for sure mm -hmm. anyway yeah there's all whatever so there's there's clearly like more to the soma family than just the curse like it seems like there's a lot of other family drama that we've seen so far this season that's like the new mm -hmm. thing that we're seeing this season and it's not like it's just the like junishi or just like akito and ren or whatever it's like also all the like the staff are involved and stuff too so there's a lot of drama mm -hmm. Is all I wanted to say. So much so that they were allowing someone to be kept in a prison. But, I mean, I guess they were going to do that anyway with Kyo. With, uh, Kyo. So, I mean, <laughs> I guess they weren't against that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. So, but, the but, but, but Kareno, mm -hmm. this is Kareno's moment. The bird, what did we call him? <laughs> Birdman or something? <laughs> <laughs> that he, we were joking that he's like a superhero. I forget. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, convenience store man. That's yeah, what convenience it was. Store man. <laughs> convenience store man saved the day. 
Oh, he called him the Birdman too, but he <laughs> saved the day. Well, he's not a Birdman anymore. He's just a man. That's why he's just a convenience yeah. store man. <laughs> he saved the he's day. Man, the man formerly known as Birdman. Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> he saved the day. The point is, he saved the day. So he yes. saved Rin, which made me happy, of course. Um, and so we finally know who was in the room and what was going on and whatever. So, and they took her to the hospital, but she, I feel like she wasn't, did they have the dial? Am I crazy? Or I thought there was some dialogue of hers where she was like, I need to go back. Like she needed to go back to the cat's room. And that was why she left the hospital or was she just super delirious? I think she was just like, come to me, Mongo. Tell me. (laughs) So they had the same scene where she wakes up. And it's like, I can't find a place to go back to. And then um, in her... She's like, I so, need to go back, but where? I'm like, I need to go somewhere that's not here and stuff. So. I woke up in the hospital. What a bad dream. I was supposed to be in there, in the cat's room. Was it a dream? Am I dreaming that I'm here? I want to go back. I have to go back. But back where? Yeah, and then it goes... So anyway, I don't. I wouldn't say that they like cut that, but they, they use the same transition. But I guess... I don't know, whatever. So she she wakes up in the. It's not it's not that important, but she's it's this whole line of her being like I, I need a home to go back to. I need a place to go back to. And then mm-hmm. at the end, she's like, I'm home. And I was like, Welcome back. Oh, so mm-hmm. good. I like how they put um like Hattori in as the one who like went to check on her when she was had mm-hmm. left. <laughs> I feel like he's like, Damn it again. <laughs> <laughs> the window, the curtains uh blow in the wind ominously. Like she jumped out the window or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to like physically stop her from jumping out the window. Yeah, the last I know. Time she was in the hospital, why so. Well, no, that was just the Shigurais, wasn't it? Oh, did she try to jump out the window? I mean, she tries to escape from the hospital, I think, on the regular too. But specifically, that mm-hmm. was at Shigurais when. Uh, yeah, I think it was at Shigurais when they were like going to take her to the hospital. Was, yeah, and she's yeah. like, no, and then, yeah, they have to hold her back or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Tori was like, "Don't, you'll die." <laughs> well, she didn't say that. But she was like, "Don't, you, you need to rest." Blah 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 or whatever. <laughs> It's been a long time since, like, well, I mean, no, yeah, because Toru wasn't really a focus in the last episode either, because it was, like, Yuki, and mm-hmm. neither was Kyo. I was just thinking it's been a little while since we've seen them, <laughs> but they weren't in this episode at all. Some of the other things that I noticed that I really liked in this episode were, like, the scene where they're cutting back and forth between Kareno finding Rin in the cast room and Hiro's, like, apology and Hiro and Haru, Haru's, like, discussion. I liked that a lot. It, there was, mm-hmm. like, a similar kind of, like, back and forth in the manga, but I enjoyed the execution in the anime. Yeah. Um, I liked, um, <laughs> every time the anime adds in, like, animal sound effects, <laughs> it makes me laugh. <laughs> like, when they had, like, a, to they had, like, a cowbell and, like, <laughs> in, like, the scene where Haru's like, Rin, you made a friend, and then they had, like, a mooing sound when <laughs> Hero ran into him. Yeah, that's the one I was thinking of. <laughs> I like the way they added in, they keep adding in the the bond, like the rope, the cord mm-hmm. kind of like imagery, which wasn't present in the, in the manga, but I enjoyed that very much too. Like when mm-hmm. Haru's leaving, when Haru's leaving the room with Akito, it's like he has a flashback of her as a child. Then we see like the cord still holding fast. Then Kareno's like, leave and don't come back. And then like the next, mm-hmm. there's like the cord again, but it's like frayed a little bit. Yeah, I really like that whole scene and how that was executed in the anime. Because, like, mm. they're obviously going for the same thing in the manga, but I think it was much more clear here. Where it's like mm-hmm. he was like he was starting to turn around and come back. Like, mm-hmm. like the bond was, like, pulling him back to Akito until yeah. Karina's like, no, seriously, go. <laughs> he was like, run away. 
and never return. Never return. <laughs> <laughs> exactly like that. Exactly. Like- <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you know Karina is also voiced by James Earl Jones? <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be scarce. That would Jeremy Irons. Oh, right. No, it would be Jeremy Irons. Sorry, I totally messed that up. I feel ashamed <laughs> as a Disney fan <laughs> for saying that wrong. <laughs> Or was it was it Jeremy Irons or was it um what's his name? What Jim Cummings. Yeah, was it Jim Cummings? Thanks for helping me with all my jokes today. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like that Carino is the one to be like, just like go because Carino knows what it's like to yeah. be stuck in that like role because it's kind of ironic because he's he doesn't have to do that like he doesn't feel compelled to do that but yet he does. Mm-hmm. that's what we've seen before to like tend to Akito so he's like go to Haru but then he goes and tends to Akito who's still freaking mm-hmm. out <laughs> see he is he is helping Akito <laughs> like Shigure <laughs> told him to <laughs> just not with himself yeah <laughs> I like also they used the imagery of the like cord when Rin picks up the box and Akito shows up and she's mm-hmm. like right <laughs> it's like oh mm-hmm. no that was extra spooky in the anime yeah I felt like, it was scary in the manga where she finds the box and then, like, Akito comes up from behind and, like, puts her hand on Rin's hand. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, no. But, like, this was, like, even worse. It's like, oh, yeah. It's so yeah, that scene's always so chilling just because of how, like, unemotional Akito's face is. Like, mm-hmm. she's not in a rage or anything. It's just, like, it's almost just, like, a blank expression. I fucking knew it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I knew that someone was going to come for my special box. Mm-hmm. And I have always hated Rin. I don't. I don't know how everyone can hate her so much. She's so great, <laughs> so sad. Like even yeah, well, think... Ren was like, I always hated her <laughs> instinctively. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, I can't remember if it's ever explicitly stated, but it's pretty heavily implied at this point that like Akito hates Rin because she looks kind of like Ren. True. Um, and on top of her also being in a relationship with Haru, who yeah. Akito feels like Akito feels like she has control over like all the zodiac. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she doesn't want them to, like, find any kind of bond with each other mm-hmm. or anyone else. Yeah, it's extra worse also because right before Rin is, like, crying because she's so happy she finally found mm-hmm. the way to free Haru, but no. And then it always uh, breaks my heart that she believed Ren. If it's too good to be true, don't believe them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, oh, Ren, do you know why I'd break the curse? And she's like, yeah, absolutely. Just go get this thing for me and I'll tell you. And Ren is like, I can finally know. And it's like, no, she doesn't know. She, nobody knows. Like, mm-hmm. <sighs> yes. Yeah, it's sad because Rin seems so, like, standoffish at first, but she's really very mm-hmm. trusting. Mm-hmm. I know. Isn't that so sad? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. When we're introduced to Rin, she's like, I don't need help from anybody. Whatever. I'm fine. Leave me alone. I don't need to bond to anyone emotionally, especially not this girl, Toru. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't need to crown her lap or anything like that. It's <laughs> like, wow, that was really specific, Rin. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, it's not, and then just like stomps off. <laughs> but yeah, but she cares so much about Haru, especially, and mm-hmm. yeah, and then she is trusting. She trusted Ren. It's just like Rin has this kind of vibe of she just graduated from high school, and I feel like she always has this vibe of being like older and more mature or something. But, like, really, she's also just, like, you know, a child who didn't get a lot of affection, is just looking for, like, how to do something for someone that she, lo- like, that she cares about mm-hmm. and gets roped into this, like, dark scheme that had nothing to do with her. 
and wasn't going to net out for her in the end. So mm -hmm. it's so sad. Yeah. Like in this scene, I guess maybe she's a little, you can see her as being a little bit naive too, you know, just trying yeah. to do a good thing. And she's desperate, I think, at this point also, which we've seen her running around fainting and whatnot in the past. So yeah. <laughs> she's really pushing herself to try to do this. And mm -hmm. maybe she yeah. just wanted to believe that it was true. Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of the, the Zodiac are like naive in some way because they're kind of sheltered from the mm -hmm. rest of the world. I mean, not in some ways because she's, you know, heavily abused and whatever, but yeah. perhaps in some other ways, like, yeah, like, knowing who to trust <laughs> might be something that she might yeah. struggle with. Mm -hmm. Plus, they showed those, like, flashbacks of Ren talking to her as a child and stuff. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, Ren, like, was nice to her and stuff when she was little. Maybe she trusts her a little bit more than other people, you know? Mm -hmm. Even though it was, like, just a, a platitude. Is that the right way to describe it? She it, mm -hmm. it didn't. I mean, Ren didn't like her, but Ren was nice to her. But at least an adult was nice to her. So mm -hmm. maybe she trusted Ren. I don't know. Anyway, it's sad. <laughs> it's upsetting yeah. to me. Mm -hmm. It's upsetting because it implied that like people. Yeah, isn't it implied that like what Ren said to her is what made her like question her parents too? Which led to <laughs> she was like, "You have a good childhood. You have. You're so lucky, yeah. aren't you, Isuzu? I can't remember. I think they did show that in the episode with her. Actually, now I totally forgot about that. I think, yeah, I think they showed it in the earlier episode. I don't think they yeah. showed it this time. But, uh... Well, you were probably just like, a woman says this yeah. thing because we couldn't talk about it. Yeah, I totally forgot to mention that before mm -hmm. when we met Ren. But yeah, there's like a flashback in that part of the story in Rin's like backstory where she's like, you have such a great life, don't you? <laughs> and she's like, yeah, that is weird. And then she asks her parents and they freaked out. Yeah. And they're like, fuck you, child. Yeah, pretty much. Who do you think we're doing all this for? So thanks for that, Ren. This is the second okay. time that you've almost fucked up <laughs> fucked up Azusu's life. <laughs> Poor Ren. She really goes through it. Like, more than a lot of the I characters. <laughs> Which is saying something in the series. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, she just is trying to do something nice, you know? She's trying to, like, yeah. just, like, have a good relationship with someone and do something for him that's that's good mm -hmm. and everything gets fucked up it's so sad <laughs> it, at the end of the day though she's safe now at least she's in the hospital or whatever recovering so that's good mm -hmm. now we can rest since we've known this was happening for the last like five episodes yeah. or whatever well we know this has been happening for the last 50 episodes or whatever many it's been but yeah we can rest <laughs> now just like Rin. yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> There were other people in this, in this, in this, other characters in this that I want to talk about in this episode. Mm -hmm. I know what I'm saying. <laughs> I got stuck in a loop where I couldn't remember how I wanted to finish my sentence. <laughs> so here, there's the whole conversation with Hiro and Kisa and Haru. Mm -hmm. I always like the, it took me a long, I didn't even notice, I think, until we read it, until we reread it when we recorded this episode about the manga for this part. Um. Where Hiro is like, tell Rin she can stop now. And then Kisa's like, it's okay, you can stop now. Or whatever. Mm -hmm. Where she kind of like repeats the same thing. Because Hiro's kind of doing the same thing that Rin was doing. Yeah. I mean, to a much lesser extent. But trying to, you know, keep keep his shit together. And Akito and Rin like threatened him about not telling people about what happened. And all this other stuff. So he finally is it, he feels like he's able to tell Haru about what happened. And to apologize to Kisa. So it's a good moment for him. Mm -hmm. I wrote in my notes, Hiro's influence as a good boy. Yeah. <laughs> 
because him saying all of that sort of I think prompted Haru to go and really hunt down where Rin was and go and talk to mm-hmm. Kido. So, like Haru admits to himself in his inner monologue that he knew what would happen all along when they started going out and whatever that Rin would be the one who got the the brunt of whatever was going to come from Okito and he knew that somewhere in the back of his mind that was happening but mm-hmm. never really wanted to confront it so I kind of feel like my take on this this episode having watched it now or like you know since we since we read it before is like part of Hero's like com- that conversation or the purpose of that conversation also kind of like kicks Haru into trying to find out what happened to Rin and confronting Akito. So I, I feel like his, we've seen him grow from the annoying brat to <laughs> the good boy, older brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like his, that part of, part of Haru going and track, trying to track down Rin is, was his influence. So mm-hmm. I liked um, how they like had him like starting to cry, like in the anime, like mm-hmm. in the manga, they have him like covering his face. So you can interpret that as him like maybe starting to cry, but I liked it. Yeah. Then. Fully He's a crying. kid. Yeah. yeah, I know. He's going uh, through some it's shit. so they showed the scene, like they showed the flashback of Rin getting pushed out the window, and he's so young, like he's so mm-hmm. small. He was like ten or eleven or whatever. Like, I forget exactly because when we meet him in the story the first time, I think he's eleven or twelve, and this mm-hmm. happened before that. So yeah, yeah. So he was super yeah, he young. Just and now it's like you can see school, how so. much older he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So he's an elementary schooler. Oh, it's mm-hmm. so sad. It's just interesting that you can really like see the difference now, I guess, mm-hmm. when you look at the flashback and then you see him in the present. Like, yeah, he's definitely been through a lot in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I feel like other characters have probably like, like gone through worse at his age, but I feel like he <laughs> like feels like he has the most on his shoulders, like mm. for his age, like because he's got all this stuff that he feels like personally responsible for. Mm-hmm. Like his guilt over what happened to Kisa, and then like being told to keep quiet about all the stuff with Rin. And mm-hmm. and he obviously feels like some responsibility toward Rin as a result of that with how he kept like trying to check in on her. And mm-hmm. and he's like the only one, I guess, other than Toru, who knows that Rin is trying to break the curse mm-hmm. for Haru. Like, he's like, she's trying to do it for you. Like, tell her to, it's okay. She doesn't have to, like, keep pushing herself so hard. Yeah. It's like, she'll keep suffering alone. So, yeah, he had, I mean, things that he felt like he couldn't tell people. Mm-hmm. he did and I think that's good I think we talked before about how like Akito's kind of tried to isolate all the Zodiac like from each other and so some of them have relationships but now I feel like they all have like more you know like better relationships and they tell each other stuff like mm-hmm. Hiro now being able to say like feeling like he's able to not keep quiet about all those things I feel like is kind of part of that change yeah. that happens in the story it's not like he's the only one, but I think it's a good example. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like all the like younger Zodiac members <laughs> are like have developed some kind of bond with each other, even if they don't really get along necessarily. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I-, I had a moment where Haru's like, "We've been looking for you for looking for Rin," and I was like, "How did he find her? He doesn't he get lost all the time? <laughs> Isn't that part of the <laughs> the canon?" <laughs> and then I remember when you said that, I remember Kill being like, "I had to take you to the bathroom so you didn't get lost as a <laughs> yeah. child or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> I also like the um how the anime kind of like superimposed the like flashbacks of like baby oh, yeah. Rin and Haru like onto the street rather than like going between them like the manga did. Mhm. I liked that. I liked how they had that she had the flashback of Yuki too. Mhm. Yeah. I don't I don't remember if that was in the manga. It wasn't um, I don't object cuz it was yeah. like, I don't think that was a thing. But I like how they added that cuz I do think that cuz Rin did care. Like she 
Yuki, when Yuki confronted her about it, he was like, "You always like told us that some. You always said I'm going home right before somebody came. Mm-hmm. So like you, he she always like was watching and watching out for them. So yeah, probably mostly for Haru, but I think she does care about Yuki a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she just would never say. Yeah, I liked how they added in that little moment where she's going into the room and remembers him being there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like the like weird little relationship between like Yuki and Rin. I feel like they're mm-hmm. like. Like, they're mostly connected through caring about Haru, but, Mm -hmm. like, because of that, they, like, know more about each other than they probably care to. (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) Rin probably knows a lot about Yuki, because Haru's like, hey, Yuki did this thing, and she's probably like, cool, or whatever, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But then she would never say that to his face. (laughs) Yeah. Well, when she was, like, first introduced, and Yuki, like, found her, like, like, I can't remember what exactly she said to him, but it cut deep. Like, it was not a casual insult. I think (laughs) she said something about him being, like, Hito's... Mm-hmm. whatever toy or something like that i thought it would like it was related to that if i remember correctly yeah i think it was something along those lines yeah and he was always like she's always been like that yeah <laughs> <laughs> like he was he was hurt by it but i think he was also like well it is rin you know yeah. <laughs> it's like that's our rin <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I, I don't actually don't think i have any other things that i wanted to say i'm just happy that rin is back we didn't have to wait through, like, three chapters like we did yeah. before or whatever. <laughs> do you want to talk about spoilers then? Sure. Okay. Next time, so we'll do that, but next time we'll see you for, if you're not sticking around for spoilers, next time we'll see you for, I mean, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you know. That's how it sounds, right? You know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't I don't remember what I titled this, but I definitely wouldn't have picked that. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, <laughs> Anyway, I guess we'll see you next time to talk about whatever happens next time. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. (laughs) I was like, am I supposed to say this first? I forget. (laughs) Usually I just wait and stare. I stare at the little green light (laughs) at my, where my camera is. Until I come in and say first. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Anyway, we're back to talk about spoilers. How great. I have in my notes here, this is not the, the end of the saga of the old maid and the good maid. They come back <laughs> later. And the reason I called her the good maid is because she saves Kareno also. Or she's the one mm-hmm. who, like, uh, not saves Kareno, but uh, after Kareno gets stabbed, doesn't she, like, find him first or whatever? He runs into her. Mm-hmm. We were like, hey, it's that maid with the long hair. We are reading it. Yeah. It's the, and long, then she's the long-haired the... maid and the old maid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then she's the one who, like, introduces Akito at the right. end when Akito's, uh, like, so this is what's been up. <laughs> <laughs> So I want you all to live freely. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I totally forgot about that. But mm-hmm. yeah, so it's not, I mean, if assuming they use the same characters, which should look the, kind of the same. Like, Well, I'm sure it's cheaper to use the same character model. <laughs> <laughs> we need a new maid, a better maid. <laughs> Super maid. <laughs> Stronger. <laughs> Faster. <laughs> but, so the it's not they those two characters they're not done yet even though they don't have names they're in yeah. the series more than a lot of characters that have names but mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah so they'll they'll be back I'm excited I continue to like the old maid being sort of like the symbol of all the crap in the Soma family and mm-hmm. all of the representing all the oppression of the previous generations and whatnot so yeah and not wanting things to change. But I did really enjoy how Karina was like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, why'd you let the girl out? And he's like, 
what? (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. Okay, so Kayla and I talked about this previously, but I think this this it took me a long time to figure out what I think the next episode is going to be because it's not. I mean, maybe they'll bring in part of like the next chapter where Rin's out of the hospital and Toru freaks out and then accidentally confesses to (laughs) to Mm -hmm. Shigure and Rin, which is what happens next time. Yeah, or in the next chapter after this, but. I think this is related to Omiji's curse breaking. We fact check yeah. this as the <laughs> line where he's talking to uh, Kyo. It took me a long time to find it. It's also not translated exactly the same way as like the English dialogue is in the manga, but uh, it's from their conversation where he's like, "I've I've lost. She's in love with you," and Kyo's like, "Don't say that." Mm-hmm. So <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I couldn't even figure out who was speaking at first. His voice sounds different. Yeah, because I. I listened to, I watched the sub, and then I watched only the preview in the dub to try and, like, it's like, maybe I'll (laughs) recognize the voice better if it's the, like, English cast, but I couldn't recognize Mm. that either at first, (laughs) because I think uh, the person voicing Momiji has uh, made the voice a little deeper for uh, his girl's tall Momiji. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it didn't sound exactly like Momiji usually does, but. Like, once I saw it, you had put in a note, it's like, maybe Momiji's curse-breaking as, like, in yeah. your spoiler section. And I was like, uh-huh. oh, that could be Momiji. And I went back and listened back to it. I'm like, yeah, I think this is, like, a, I think it is. a lightly German-accented voice. With, uh... <laughs> a little bit deeper, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I couldn't tell at all in Japanese. I listened to it several times, and I was like, is that Hero? Like, it sounds like kind of a young boy's voice, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like a woman playing a young boy or whatever. Like, I was like, I can't really tell, but I, I can't. It sounded kind of familiar, mm-hmm. like this, like, I mean, you know, right, it's like when, oh, I assumed he was like, yeah, the the scene that we're talking about, that is from, where yeah. he's like, yeah, you know that Toru loves you, right, or whatever. Kyo was like, no, I don't know that, I don't want to hear that, la la la, I'm not listening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At first I thought it might have been from, um, like, the first chapters where we see uh, Gross about Mermaid where he's, like, teasing Kyo about how, like, maybe Toru will accept his proposal now that he's <laughs> all tall and handsome. Tall. Yeah. <laughs> But then I like listen to it again, and I'm like, no, his voice kind of sounds like kind of emotional when he's saying it in the yeah. preview dialogue. So, I actually thought that it was gonna be from him talking about like you know how his curse is broken, like to Kareno or not to Kareno to like Akito when Akito comes and like basically begs him not to leave her and stuff, like you mm-hmm. know already or something like that. Like that's what I thought, but I couldn't. I I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, we've located the source, so yeah. we know that it's gonna be about that. So I guess Momiji's curse is going to break next time. Mm-hmm. The only question I have is if there'll be something else. But I think there's enough content from like different a couple different chapters that they could pull in. Mm-hmm. Let me look. Yeah, there'll probably be something to like lead into it because this is actually quite far ahead. Um, it's it's a whole volume ahead. Yeah, because we're like at, at least the Rin stuff ends at like like the end of chapter eighteen, but there's still like another chapter in chapter eighteen or volume eighteen. Or volume eighteen. Yeah, um, and then this stuff is in like the beginning of volume 20 so there's like a whole volume plus yeah so that makes between. it six to ten chapters ahead or something like that yeah probably yeah there's a lot, I mean, of, a lot stuff. of the stuff in between isn't really like timeline it's sensitive not... like it's like you know characters yeah. having Komaki. character moments mostly well there's a lot of stuff with toru that still hasn't been addressed mm-hmm that, that's in between but also like the things with omiji are also kind of like they could happen outside of the timeline mm-hmm. I, yeah, I could see them maybe trying to like um maybe spread apart the like curse breaking stuff curse breaking. the end like 
because basically like immediately after that that the saga of, of uh you know akito's like drama of uh stabbing Just going on her stabbing downward. spree and whatever. <laughs> <Down spiral. laughs> yeah all starts right after that. I was telling Kayla, because we were looking at this chapter, the next chapter after that, which is 117, Toro wakes up and it's raining. So, like, that's the same morning that Akito... Like, that, it goes on for several chapters, like, many, many chapters, but... Yeah, I think we get... Uh, um, it's that time. Yeah, I think we get some, like... Um, oh, Hero's Curse Breaks during that time. That's the lot trigger. Yeah, Hero's too. Curse Breaks, and then... Dark we get all of the... Yeah, we get all the, like, Toru and Kyo drama. Kyo's, uh... <laughs> Kyo's backstory with her mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, but like when we, I guess when we use Chris breaking, you could uh, you could shift that to somewhere else and it would make sense too. So I think that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yeah, and then like I was looking at like volume nineteen. It's like we got like yeah, we got like Komaki stuff and yeah, we got uh, Yuki flees the sexual tension in the house to go to <laughs> Ayame. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, was it the good choice on his part? <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then they find out about his romance. Yes. <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> which is who which is worse? Who can say? <laughs> yeah. He's like he's like I had no good choices. <laughs> <laughs> there is no good choice if the only good choice is to like visit your crazy brother or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I guess there's that little thing about Ayame and the girl, which they have foreshadowed before in the anime, so like that'll come maybe that'll come up soon too. Mm-hmm. But it's just crazy how soon I didn't realize that that starts so soon. Yeah, um, my guess would be that they're gonna use uh the Momiji and Kyo conversation stuff to lead into more of the dramatic Kyo and Toru stuff. Maybe. And I think it does also add more tension to the curse breaking. So like that scene where the scene where Rin, I mean, sorry, the scene where Shigure talks to Rin is like, hey, the curse can break. Like, if, if it's broken for Omiji, that adds, like, more, mm-hmm. uh, like, background to that, too. So, like, it's not just Kureno, which I guess you might be thinking at this point if you're watching the, like, oh, yeah. it's just, like, a one-off or something. But So maybe you could, maybe that also breaks it up a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. For us, the the reader or watcher. Yeah, make Shigure seem more like he's not just pulling it out of his ass. Well, I don't know if he, he <laughs> at that point he doesn't know about uh, Momiji, yeah. but I guess he could. Yeah, well, he doesn't know about Momiji because he doesn't happen yet in, in the manga. But um... Are you saying he can't predict the future? <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, he is just pulling it out of his ass. He just happens to be right. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would make it well, seem it's more like, like, oh, he's right. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, like, it is possible. If it's possible mm-hmm. with one person, it's possible with all of them, I guess. But... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just think it would, maybe it would, for a... Uh, uh, someone in the audience that might be more like believable or whatever if you had another mm-hmm. person whose curse just randomly broke that we could see again or whatever so yeah maybe that helps but I don't know whatever mm-hmm. you've already suspended your disbelief this far I mean yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to like, be I can like, accept wow, people... curses but I can't accept curses breaking Cur- breaking <laughs> <laughs> it's impossible it's obviously fine that they turn into animals when someone hugs them but mm-hmm. it's not fine that that can stop I I don't accept. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So I guess that's what's gonna happen next time. I guess. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I saw some other like preview images that had other stuff going on, but I can't remember one. Remember them now, and I couldn't find them when I was not looking oh, very hard. Just but... about to Google it. <laughs> it comes out in nineteen hours, <laughs> forty-three minutes and twenty-six seconds, according to this website at the time of recording. <laughs> There was a photo of Rin sitting up in bed, 
but I don't know if that's from before or not. Yeah, I think I found the images, but it doesn't say what they're from, so they could be from more than one episode, because it seems like there's a lot of stuff to be in one oh. episode, so. Okay, let me. We can talk about it. Everyone here mm -hmm. is into the spoilering. In the chat. <laughs> I want to see. Seems like, it seems like way too much for one episode, so I'm assuming they probably should for one episode. I like how Shigeru and Mumiji have, like, identical sketchy looks, though. I was gonna say, so many knowing <laughs> looks. <laughs> <laughs> they just, like, took Shigeru's face and flipped it and, like, made it yeah. more, look like Mumiji's. Because there's, like... That's kind of a lot. Yeah, because there's, like, the Mumiji stuff, and then there's, like, Akito and Akira stuff, and there's a... Is that... There's Machi? an image of Ayame and Mine. I guess I think it's Machi. Machi. It looks like they're in the school. Oh, maybe that's that time that Yuki was like about to tell her about the curse, but then he, then he didn't. That's like from a completely. That's different like time. way at the end, though. There was yeah, the. I don't know. There's the bit where he like. Um, I don't know. There's the bit where he's like does something and <laughs> she does the little like. I can't remember what they talk about, but she does, does the little something. like happy jump down the stairs. Let's give it the flip and see if we can find it. It's in the only volume I don't have because I didn't bring 19 over here with me. Oh, uh, I'm holding 19. That's Kyo and Toru stuff, and they touch hands, which is awkward. I can't remember if it's also, like, the scene where... Because I know he gives her the little uh, mogetta after <laughs> the Ayame and Mine <laughs> shop trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's... Actually... Okay, so chapter 111 has Momiji. So, like, in this promo, there's a thing of Momiji grabbing, like, Toru's shoulder. That's there. Mm -hmm. And then... Oh, that's when Kisa says hi to Kyo, and he's like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, he said hi to me. <laughs> and there's also a scene with Hattori and Shigeru talking, so... Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's where um, Shigeru's sketchy there? look... That's where Shigeru's sketchy look is from. Oh, it's, like, exactly the same sketchy look. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, when he's like, like, I, like, I want to be your father. father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gross, Shigure. <laughs> yeah. There is a scene after that chapter. There's a scene with Yuki and. Oh, yeah. They give her the tiny Mogeta. Oh, Kimmy's flashback. <laughs> yeah. I hope they keep that. Mm -hmm. That is when she skips down the stairs. Yeah, I couldn't remember if that was the same part. Of that. He says, let's go somewhere fun over the summer. And she looks at him like, oh, my God. And then skips away. <laughs> it kind of looks like that. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I guess it could be all that but then like are they gonna bring in the the scene with momiji isn't in that part it's in the next volume so mm -hmm. like the sorry the curse the curse breaking for him isn't in that part but all these yeah. promos look like they're from that part except for this part with aikido i don't know where that's from and then there's mm -hmm. like kyo just being like freaking out which i don't know where that specific face is from he freaks out a lot so <laughs> it's hard to tell so yeah i don't know it doesn't like, look like it's a lot of things yeah. i could see them fitting like like everything except Momiji's curse breaking into one episode. But that line is from that part. It's from that so. part. So, like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why. Or, like, yeah. I could see them doing the parts without Yuki and, and Machi, like the part that we were talking about where it's like him, the first chapter that we were just talking about, which was like 111, where he's, he like teases Kyo about what, proposing to Toru because he's tall and whatever. And like that scene, that mm -hmm. part. And then the part where his curse breaks, like, I guess you could do both of those together, but I don't yeah. know why you... Maybe would. they'll just take, like, some of that dialogue and move it to before his curse breaks. Like, maybe. I could, like, I could see him maybe doing the same, like, you know, right, I'm the one who's lost kind of thing while, like, pushing him. Maybe. 
Maybe. Yeah. And like not actually do the curse breaking part until later. Maybe. Maybe. Because like that scene of Kyo Kyo making that face, it looks like they were outside and in that chapter that's when they like barbecue together or whatever. So maybe it's like that yeah. time. I don't know. Yeah, maybe Hmm. Mysterious. Like, I don't want to hear about that before he goes out and eats curry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't want to hear about that before I ate curry, I guess. <laughs> Aren't they making... What are they making? I don't even remember. I guess I could look. It's I think not they that decided important. on curry. They were talking about barbecue. Oh, they made, like, a giant pot of curry. That's why they're yeah. outside. And Haru was going like, to run the table, but... <laughs> Oh, yeah. Right. But they decided on curry because it was easier. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this will burn nicely, like, patting the table. Yeah. <laughs> and both Yuki and Hiro, resident good boys, are like, stop. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> well good i guess we'll see what happens next time then yeah. i'll put i guess i'll put this link in the description for people who want to spoil themselves so yeah. that everyone can follow what we're talking about this but... is just a random tumblr that posted them but... yeah that's fine they can i don't i mean i don't know where they come from i just see them on tumblr also yeah. i think they come from like twitter from the like uh networks website or something like i yeah. don't know but they appear sometimes mm-hmm. so i will put yeah. this okay, i I'll think that's my best theory is see. that they're gonna combine the dialogue there but not do the curse breaking yet maybe <laughs> well i guess we'll find out then i can see them <laughs> fitting that into like the first half and then the like ayame mine and then yuki and machi stuff into the second half mm-hmm. <laughs> sketchy face <laughs> when we yeah. do sketchy face <laughs> it's really funny <laughs> it's just fun to see them really like right after one right yeah. after the other <laughs> <laughs> And I'm also like, how dare he does? Well, he doesn't deserve that treatment to be like comparable <laughs> to Shigure. <laughs> All right, that's my official theory. Stamp it, print it. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, I can get we'll on board see with in, that. What, 19 hours? Yeah, we'll see. 19 hours, 23 minutes, or whatever the timer <laughs> said. <laughs> it's like whatever, almost six o'clock the day before that this comes out. So, mm-hmm. well, we'll see. We'll see soon. <laughs> If you're listening, that means it'll be even less time. Like a couple hours. <laughs> a couple hours, probably? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, good. I don't have any other things that are spoilery that I want to talk about. Um, you got anything else? Nope. Any other theories about what's going to be next time? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, good. Well, then we'll see you after that episode. Next, next Sunday. No, next Monday. We'll see you next Monday. Mysterious episode. Yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about whatever happens in that <laughs> mysterious episode. <laughs> All right. See you later. Bye. Oh, I should say thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> so get out of here. Get, go away. No. <laughs> Sorry, I accidentally screamed again. I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> get away to the main house. Hold on. I'm going to stop for a second because I hear a loud siren. <laughs> <laughs> Normally I don't, but Cosm said he could hear it last time, and I was concerned. <laughs> Fire. Ah. <laughs> we could have waited to the Soma's to the main house where there's a fire. <laughs> Which might be the best for everyone, really. Yeah. <laughs>